Well, hello there, and thank you for tuning in to the Shameless Sex Podcast. I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure product company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom, to pussy praising, to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. Hello, everyone. Hola. Como estas? Muy bien. Amy's off to Mexico. I know. That's actually perfect. So I'm going to Mexico tonight in only a couple of hours. And we just got back from the Caribbean. Yes. So if you jet listen. Jet setting. Jet setting. So, All over. Woo. So if you listen to our last podcast, we gave a little intro that we were in the Caribbean. And as we were recording with Reed, we were in the Caribbean. And we want to just give you a little um, kind of quick, juicy update because we're not going to see each other for two no. weeks. No. So. And also we posted an amazing photo on our Instagram with Amy and I in snorkel gear. Snorkel. Doing a snorkeling little, you know, rendezvous model session on the beach. We look sexy in those snorkels. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. They complement everything so nicely. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, um, so yeah, Caribe. sex life update. Wait. Newsflash. Newsflash. So we went to the Caribbean for a wedding, a friend's wedding. We put a whole bunch of people in one house. It was kind of like, it was like the, the real, the real yeah, world, St. John. Exactly. Yeah, so it was 17 people. And um, I'll let you start with sex update because I didn't have any sex in the Caribbean, but April had a lot. <laughs> well, I just want to segue that comment because I was in Miami for work two weeks before that. So Miami during – there's this thing called Urban Weekend. Um, Google it if you've never heard of it. It's pretty much the most – epic slash amazing thing you've ever seen in Miami. And they shut down the streets and all these people come from like Mississippi, Alabama. So the point for me bringing that up is because there were ample opportunities for me to hook up with like pro football players. And I had a couple of, you know, instances where I was like, hmm, yeah. Is that your jam chip? Is that your jam? I I don't know. I don't really, I don't, I'm an equal opportunist. Are you a status person? No. (laughs) But when I was like, oh, I'm like, are you telling me the truth? I don't even watch football. You might be lying to me. Like, I have no idea. Like, wow, let me see your, your long toss. What do they call that? Um, I think they call it a uh, home run. Oh, touch <laughs> so that, that being said, I was in Miami for two weeks, had zero hookups. I just wasn't in the space. I, you know, left my tier one in a really good space before I left for Miami. And I was kind of just feeling the vibes of goodness. We had amazing connective sex. We just like, I don't know. We, we like had just this universal, beautiful experience together and I was really vibing him. And so it wasn't that, um, I, you know, I told him before I left noncommittal, I really don't want a lot of, um, back and forth conversations where I have to be accountable for my actions of what, you know, I do. Um, it's away from home and uh, everything's cool. I'm going to be, you know, on my own path, but nothing happened in Miami. I didn't even make out with anyone. Um, I did learn how to do a really amazing strip dance. Oh yeah. With heel clapping. It's pretty awesome. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to go public with that because (laughs) it's only saved for very special times, but I upped my stripper game because I went to so many strip clubs. I love a stripper. I call it paying their tuition. Mm. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Amy, remember when we got lost in a strip club in New Orleans for six hours? My theory is that strip clubs, they take your soul away, and sometimes in a good way, but usually we'll go in there and April will lose her cell phone and spend all of her money, and it's like four hours later. I just keep going to the ATL. I'm like, no, they need more. They need, they need their tuition. Anyway, so I learned how to do some really nice strip teases. So that was the only takeaway from Miami. There was no takeaways of, you know, any hookups of any sort. So now fast forward to St. Thomas. And I was thinking, you know, I was not really convinced that I would meet anyone. It's close to home. I'm feeling the island vibes, doing my own thing. And all of a sudden, meow. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah, I, I met somebody really cool. Who um, I've actually talked about on the podcast because... <laughs> What's the reference, Amy? Um, well, we called him an OD, but he he really is. Because we said... Oh, and by the way, someone told me that AARP card is 50 and up. No, it's 55. Oh, I Googled it. Okay. <laughs> someone told him 50. Anyways. Um, but I talked about him on a couple of podcasts ago. Um, this is someone that I have slept with a couple of times and had like a nice friend. So now Amy and I are Eskimo sisters. Passed him off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I will take it. Yeah. So Amy said that too. She's like, I think you need to work out your daddy issues. Really? You should just get with the OD. I'm like, Amy, I don't know. Like, you know, we're close already, but I guess we could be, you know, bonded through <laughs> other things. <laughs> so we ended up hanging out for... Well, and I said that to him too. I was like, so uh, my friend April's coming. And he's like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I was like, and no. Same with you. I was like, well, my friend, we won't say his name, but it was, and you were like, I don't know. And then of course, day I said, one. <laughs> no, I know, day one. I was just kind of like jumping on beds and having fun like we doing gymnastics breaking beds breaking, breaking, breaking beds. beds i did break two beds but it was purely without sex it was purely gymnastic moves mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> just the fun of it i'm a little monkey jumping on the bed yeah no more monkeys jumping so on the bed. i guess the update is <clears throat> i'm going on a little date night with him tomorrow i told my tier one about him yesterday and it didn't go so well but i'm being communicative and i'm using a complete communication, just letting him know that where I'm at and saying, you know, obviously he actually, my tier one says to me yesterday that he wants to be with me a hundred percent and will wait for me. And I said, Oh, and he's like, do you want me to wait for you? And I'm like, I don't think it's fair for me to answer that question. First of all, that's a question that you'll have to answer within yourself. And that is a choice that you'll have to make. I'm not asking for you to wait. I think that you should go out. You should meet people. You should um, there's no one waiting for me. I'm like a bird. I need to fly, <laughs> fly. So I'm going to go out with the new, well, slash the previous OD. I hung out with him for nine days. We had amazing sex. I have to say the sex was like really, I've never had sex with a guy with a daddy issues, <laughs> <laughs> um, a vasectomy before. Uh... So things come out of there. Yes. <laughs> Newsflash. There's still fluid. There's still fluid. Um, and I know I sound, that sounds really, um, you know, uneducated, but I just didn't no, know. Of course not. Um, so FYI, you know, and obviously I think that stepping it up with an older man, because that was the oldest man I've ever encountered sexually, was was quite amazing. So we uh, we romped around, we had good sex, and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she we had a room with five girls that April was in because April was my um, my date for the wedding because I had invited her when I was still single and and awesome she's just an awesome date she's just an awesome date she's like everyone's date you know every, everyone was stoked to have her there she just really upped 
up the vibe. And um, so we had five girls in our room on, on day two. All of a sudden, all her shit's gone. <laughs> she was like, did you move out? I was like, I did. She moved into his room. So I we're like, what? Out. You didn't even tell us. So anyways, it was awesome. And that's awesome. Really, I'm really, really happy for you. I, it felt, I mean, it felt really good. It felt like I, I knew that was going to happen. Everyone did. <laughs> I know. Apparently, it was like the, the mm. love connection that yeah. everyone assumed. I had no clue. It just came in hot. Mm. I was like dropped in hot. So I don't know. I'll keep you all posted. It's slowly but surely. He's also in another relationship that's been on again, off again for about five years um, because there's some differences, but um, that'll be interesting to explore. I think this is a new, um, kind of a new path for me. And there's a lot of communication that goes on. And we talked about that. I'm like, as long as we're communicative, um, I think that this could either be really cool, really fun. We'll, we'll see, but Mm -hmm. I definitely am going to continue on my, my, my singledom Mm -hmm. as I like to call it for a bit longer because, um, yeah, you know, I had the I had the the YD before I left, and I had bruises on the bum from that. The young, the young dick. Oh yeah, the young, young dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm moving on up. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a good educational moment brought to you by April and Amy um, for the fact that quite often we feel like once we've touched someone else's body, we we almost have ownership of that body. Um, like if our, if a friend sleeps with them, then all of a sudden it means that they've stabbed us in the back, even if we were done with them, you know, even if it was just like a one night thing. But or, it hasn't been weird at all with us because no. we've just been talking about it. It's, there's never been weirdness. No. I mean, it was, wasn't someone that I was ever building a relationship with. It was someone that we just had this understanding and it flowed really well. And then, you know, that time had ended. And even if that time hadn't, hadn't ended, I would have been okay with that too, because it, there was no relationship building. Right. So it was just like a, a really, um, like really wonderful understanding of what the expectations were and that everyone's just there to like make everyone feel good and honor each other and respect each other. And so I think that that would have even worked um, had I still been sleeping with those people and with that person. And I think a lot of people think that's weird, right? right? That's hard to imagine. And um, side note. But let's I'm, redefine those weird I want, yeah, terms. Yeah, because we can make our own rules. You know, we can entirely make our own rules. And of course, if something feels uncomfortable for someone, you know, had I been really into him and, and like maybe hopeful for a future with him, then it might be a different story. Right. But you would have known that. And, right. um, and a side note from that, you know, I just want to point out that I live with my ex-partner um i live with my first love i'm now 32 my first love that i was with from age 18 to 22 so for four years we each other's first loves we lived together for three of those years and then broke up and now we're living together again just as non-sexual life partners uh, because we're best friends and we'll never be sexual with each other again and that blows people's minds so and you this, have a beautiful, almost like a brother sister thing, which is really what well, you cool. still have sex with, <laughs> right? Which is like okay, but I think that's what makes us even closer that we shared the the you know that part of our lives together, and now we're just in a completely platonic, supportive space. And a lot of people are kind of blown away by that because they think that you know almost like you know once you have sex with someone, that's off the table, right? And it just changes everything. And of course, we couldn't do that right away. You know, we were in love, and then we broke up because we weren't in love anymore. And of course, that you know we needed some time apart. You know, a year or two before we could really get close but um i really i'm really grateful that we are able to make our own rules because this is such a special bond that would be so sad to lose had we just you know kind of like had to play by the rules of you're not supposed to do well, that. it also comes back to those rules not rules i'm sorry um like the the habits of highly effective people being mature Mm. being abundant not and not living in scarcity and i think that's something that shows a level of maturity and maturity really can be defined by communicating 
what is happening. And I think you and, you know, your ex-partner did a good job of moving forward. People change. We grow up. Mm. Um, and I have to say with all of my exes, um, 99% of them, <laughs> <laughs> I have a very solid um like a, a very solid nowness with them. And I think that that's important. And I always want to continue that. Choose your, choose your people wisely and be open. And I think that that shows a lot of integrity as well. Yeah. And, and also uh, maybe question when something feels like uh, it feels like a weird, you know, that shouldn't happen. You know, it's weird that two people that slept together are now friends or whatever. Like question when your brain might be stepping into like the that's not how it should be normalizing uh, social rules mode, which it does all the time. Like I, I got through I was doing this with clients yesterday. I saw three clients in a row and it was this common theme of like, well, question why you why you think that, you know, why do you have issues with that person? I was talking to a client about how they're constantly having issues with their friend who's having issues with their partner, not their partner, but their friend and, and their friend's husband. And I was like, why are you taking their stuff so personally? And it was because she doesn't think that the way they're doing their marriage is right. And mm-hmm. so I was like, well, why question that? You know, what? It, how is this affecting you personally? How is this even yours? Why are you taking on as yours? And question why you don't think it's right. You know what? Maybe it's something that some trauma that you had, you know, or a message that you had and, and understand that everyone has a different understanding of you know how what? it should be. That's, that's a good point. This actually brings back a solid project I need to take care of, which is I hooked up with my best friend who was a female body when I was 19 until I was 21-ish. And, you know, our friendship really fell apart. But I need to rekindle that. I think I need to go back and and we've grown now. And she's um, um, an awesome person. You know, we're friends on social media, but maybe I should have a project and reach out to her and be like, hey, I want just to say, you were an awesome part of my life. Thank you. We had a great time. We were best friends. We hooked up. But it just makes me think that sometimes I need to mend some old, maybe some old things that I didn't do as I should have. It's never too late. No, it's, it's never, never too, late too late to reach out. And, um, and it, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be like, yay, welcome you to open arms. But it's never too late to take that risk of... I'm going to write yeah. her a Facebook message. Ooh, Facebook. I'll, ke- I'll keep you posted on how that goes. Or maybe she's not on Instagram. Facebook. Are you stalking her already? <laughs> I mean, no. Is she tweeting? Is she tweeter? <laughs> I'm going to tweet her up. Just tweet the whole general public okay. with her name and say, I'm sorry, or I love yeah. you, or thank you, or whatever. I'll, I'll just say, hey, I want to know. I want you to know you changed me life in a good way. Did you say me life? Yeah. <laughs> brings, you changed me life, right? <laughs> but it's good to have homework yeah. and projects. Yeah. And to, and to actually... Do things, again, with that integrity because I never went back and and ever sort of mended that breakup because it was really – it was kind of a toxic thing. Mm. But I think because I was so young and now I'm, you know, mid-30s, it's time to heal those old things. And maybe she won't respond well or respond at all, but Mm. at least I can feel like I did something. I'll hold you accountable to that project. I'll okay. check in on you cool. in a couple of days. But that did, did you send that tweet out? <laughs> yeah, I tweeted. I tweeted the shit out of her. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't really have much of a dating life update. Cause I well, no, I mean, I had I had some some. It's interesting. I came home, and for various reasons, my partner um, wasn't supposed to have sex for a couple of days. Not medical reasons. There was some just some specific reasons. So it was kind of fun because. Um, he wasn't supposed to have sex, but we hadn't seen each other in a week. And it just kind of turned into this like playtime where we 
did where everything was on the table. You know, there was like some spanking and some anal, Ooh. some anal penetration Ooh. stuff with fingers and just like all this, like all this hot stuff. But and, and there was like a little light penetration, but it was just kind of fun where there was like this thing that we couldn't do. Was it PIV, penis in vagina? A little bit, just a little bit. But it was almost, but it's like just suggestive, right? So it's just oh, like a sneak JTT, peek. Yeah, just JT. the tip, it was more than the tip. But it was just, it's just kind of fun when I noticed it was fun when there was almost like this thing, this thing that was not on the table, which was like full on going for it, penetrate sex with, or, you know, with orgasm or whatever. And so it opened the doors for us to do all these fun, playful things for like an hour or two. Oh, that's awesome. You know yeah. what? Tier one burned his lips on something <laughs> yesterday. So I couldn't, we couldn't <clears throat> kiss. He like burned it on, I don't know, some hot tea oh. or something, but it was like blistered and kind of gnarly. And I was like, oh, you definitely need to put Neosporin all up in there. This is completely in conjunction with what we were doing oh, the same thing. Do we couldn't kiss. Yeah. So, and, and I was like, no, there's no pussy eating with, you know, that situation happening. It's, it, he was in pain, you know? Yeah. So it was really fun to change things up and not kiss. I was like, I felt like pretty woman, like <laughs> everything except the lips, yeah. not everything but the mouth. So yeah. Yeah. It's anyway, fun. that's fun yeah. to change it up. So there's a, there's an idea. Just take something off the table for a night. Just take off like my pussy's off the table for the night right. or the lips are off the table for a night or penetrate sex. And it just opens up the doors for all these fun things. It, yeah, I got a lot of hot spankings. That was awesome. Daddy issues. Daddy issues. That's hot though. <laughs> Spanking is hot. Although I got a little bit bruised up the last time I got spanked. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Tier two. I like me a good mark. <laughs> I had a handprint. I had to cover it up with makeup just to be like. Make sure you don't sweat a lot. Nothing here. <laughs> it was leg makeup. It's, it's water resistant. <laughs> Uh, so that's beautiful, Amy. Thank you. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And now you're off to Mexico. Now we're off to Mexico. We partner. will be having a lot of wonderful sex. Oh, I can't of... wait to get updates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. And then our next next time together will be only in a couple of weeks. I'm really gonna miss you, Chip. I'm gonna miss you too. Yeah. What are we gonna do? I'm probably gonna message you every day. <laughs> Facetime me. Yeah. And like, yeah. here I am now. Hi. Here I am now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll Facetime you again, maybe. During something interesting and funny. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She likes to FaceTime me when she's half naked showing me her stripper moves. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I'm like, Amy, look at this. Watch me heel clap. Clack. Like, Good job, Chip. Yeah. Well done. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I have no shame in my game. <laughs> no, no. You a, yeah. I'm, I feel honored that I get those phone calls. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So the, that's our update because this is just a little quickie. Because why not? Thanks for listening, everyone. We love you so much. Ciao for now. Like what you hear? Well, then head on over to shamelesssex.com for more podcasts and information on our latest happenings.